You're listening to the T20 podcast with Ayaz Memon in association with Dominoes. Lucknow have pulled off a complete heist in game 15 of the 2023 season. The two points from the match were headed Bangalore's way for about 70% of the game on Monday night till Nicholas Puran smashed his 19 ball 62. A super over though was also on the cards at one point but Lucknow managed to steal a run on the last ball and collect their third win of the season. With me as always is Ayaz Memon. Ayaz, just one of those games that you're just happy that you were watching tonight weren't you amazing man amazing it's been edge of the seat excitement especially in the last you know few overs of the game uh, as you mentioned for 70% uh, bangalore looked you know almost certain winners till nicholas puran came and played that devastating knock which just completely turned things around of course he had to build on the on the you know the the base that was provided by marcus toynes because marcus toynes had he not made 60 of 35 then puran would have been left with an almost impossible task but having said that uh, i must say that you know uh, there were, there were some mistakes made by bangalore especially in the last over and of the last delivery as you know arshad patel trying to <laughs> kind of do a uh, it's no longer called a mankar but trying to run out yes. run out the the non striker of australia yeah right. for playing too far from the from the crease but he missed and then you know they got a, a single the last ball but all in all what an entertaining what an absorbing match truly truly it really was uh, let me just take you all uh, through the game before i go back to ayas with my questions bangalore's innings was simple it all just clicked for them by by which i mean you know the top 3 uh, batters managed to score half centuries virat kohli got out on 61 faf was unbeaten on 79 and more importantly for the team glen maxwell has hit form and scored 59 mark wood and amit mishra picked a wicket each as bangalore post 212 for 2 lucknow's chase was handed a setback in the third delivery with their inform batter kyle mears getting out on a duck to siraj deepak huda and danger man krunal pandya weren't allowed to disturb the scoreline much as been panel picked uh, their wickets in the fourth uh, fourth over marcus toynes hit five sixes and six fours as he scored 65 but the real damage was done by nicholas puran who smashed a 15 ball half century the fastest of the season so far from needing needing 122 uh, from the last 10 overs lucknow then needed 42 of the last five uh, but they had to be some drama puran got over in the uh, got out in the 17th over and the team needed 24 from 18 two wickets in the last over fell and a super over also seemed like it was on the cards uh, but the last ball was a buy as dinesh kartik took a little bit of extra time to just collect the ball and lucknow managed to get past the finish line and collect the points just one of those matches ayas but i have to start by asking you who your player of the match was Well, it has to be in the context of this match and the manner in which Lucknow finally won the game. It has to be Nicholas Puran, I think. I mean, there have been some, you know, fantastic knocks as we've seen so many half centuries. There was one by Virat, which actually turned out to be the slowest of the lot. And then there was, you know, Fab Duplessis hitting 79, and then Glenn Maxwell making a half century. I think, you know, and roaring back to form, so to speak. Uh, Marcus Toynes, I mentioned, you know, earlier, but Nicholas Puran. I mean, the 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 repertoire of strokes and the you know it's it, uh, if i have to use one word it would be swashbuckling and that wouldn't be enough you know you had you just packed so much punch and the and the sense of timing and the ease with which he cleared the field was amazing to watch it was one of those you know nicholas pooler incidentally has been known to play this kind of innings that's where he's earned his 
you know, reputation. But in the India T20 League, over the years, he's been a bit of a letdown. Uh, he's also, as we, as you know, given up on the T20 West Indies captaincy. So maybe he's kind of tried to unburden himself. And if it leads to knocks like these, then I think he's made the right, the right decision. I mean, since we uh, got that question on Nicholas Purandan, I just want to also talk about Ayush Badoni, who did score that 30 of 24 that also, you know, after Puran's wicket as well, helped Lucknow get really, really close to the target. Badoni, in fact, this was his fourth game and he's come out as an impact player in all four games for Amit Mishra. So that's some like a formula that Lucknow seem, have, seem to have locked and totally worked in their favour today. It has and they probably or obviously know more about Badoni than most people imagine or do know because he's come out and this was a very valuable knock. I mean, we saw Nicholas Puran going berserk at one end, but you need, he needed somebody to stand with him, even if it meant, meant facing a couple of deliveries every over. And Badoni did it with, you know, very mature head on his shoulders. He's, he's, even from last season, if you remember, he's played a couple of, you know, nice innings, you know, showing the aggressive intent whenever needed. But he's this, this was a marvelous knock under pressure because... A wicket at that stage, if the partnership had been broken early, you know, partnership between Puran and Badoni, then I think Bangalore, you know, in hindsight, it's, you know, it's, it's now fair to say, if had that partnership been broken early, Bangalore would have won. You know, Lucknow started slow. I mean, I know, the, and, and actually they've actually now climbed to the top of the standings with their third win in four matches. Uh, every few games, we're seeing a new player step up, do well for them. You know, we had Mark Wood in, uh, in the beginning, we had Kyle Mears today, and we've been talking about Marcus Stoinis and how, you know, he just needs to step up because there's just Quinton Decock knocking on the door of like, taking one of the four overseas slots. And today he comes and scores that half century. That sort of was the stitch between, you know, the transition between, you know, the team completely, the match completely being in their favour and then, you know, just like it being in Bangalore's favour. Yeah, I mean, look, Lucknow is a very, very strong team uh, on paper, certainly. And in the performances that we've seen this season, they won three out of three. Last year also, if you remember, they had a very good outing. But they, you know, to approaching the playoffs, they seem to run out of steam. Marcus Stoinis is a very crucial figure in their, you know, team composition and balance. He's an all-rounder. He bowls. He can bowl at the death. He can bowl at the start. He bats brilliantly and he feels brilliantly. It's just that in the first couple of matches, he looked a little lost. Uh, and you know, I think there was pressure on him to perform, pressure on him to deliver, and he chose the right match and the right moment to do it. Because as I mentioned earlier, without his 60 or 65, which he made of 30 deliveries, it would have been almost impossible for Puran to take the team so close as he did. I have to ask a question on Wayne Parnell of Bangalore. First game of the season, actually first uh Indian T20 League match in the last nine years hasn't played in the tournament. In fact, till six days back, he didn't even know if he was going to play the tournament. He came in as re- a replacement for Reese Topley, who got injured in Bangalore's first game. Comes up today, was gives given the ball, picks up two valuable wickets, Krunal Pandya and let me just check Deepak Huda. He picked the, the third was of course Ayush Padoni, but that was also a hit wicket. So you know that's a nice one. I mean because Faf is also a captain, so he knows the South African players well. So that's a nice one to have. You know for South for Bangalore to have brought in yeah. to the team and to the league. Yeah, I mean, look, Wayne Parnell is, is, is an interesting mm. player, you know, I mean, the kind of life that he's had, a career that he's had, as you mentioned, he's coming back after nine years into the India mm. T20 League. That's a heck of a long time and the fact that he's still in demand or at least somebody's thought of him is credit to his ability or, or what, what, you know, his peer group thinks of it. He's been, he's actually made a comeback even into the, the South African team. 
you know, and he's been in and out of the South African team. He's been out of the India T20 league till this return. He's one of those who bowls extremely well, can be sharp, bowls quick, can get the ball to swing either way. And also, he's a good late-order batsman. So, he's a good guy to come in into the team. But of course, towards the end, even he got clubbered by Puran. So, you know, I mean, all his bowling up front, which was so, you know, we just put Bangalore in command, finally came to naught because Puran was, you know, the star of the day. Ayaz, I just have to get one question in on that last ball of the last uh, over. Harshal Patel bowling to Jaydev Onatkat, uh, Ravi Bishnoi at the non-strikers end. It's not called man-cutting any longer, but Harshal did try to do that. But I think what the the umpire said with, was that he had his run-up had gone on for too long into the crease for the wicket to be counted, although he did hit uh, the wicket and I think Ravi Bishnoi was out of the crease. But for a match that was this tight, would it have been fair, unfair for it to have gone into a super over um, by virtue of this one uh, move of uh, Herschel's? Or uh, what are your thoughts on it? Yeah, I mean, look, I think the stigma attached to that kind of a dismissal is now virtually vanished. And especially in a close encounter like this. I mean, this is where the whole controversy actually fizzles out. If you want one run to win and the batsman is trying to steal a run, mm. in a sense, you know, by by not the fairest of tactics, then what? why should the bowler yeah. uh, not effect a run out? You know, that's the logic. And I think it's absolutely right. Uh, I think had Harshal Patel run him out, you know, while coming into bowl, uh, then... He would have done his team a favour by taking the match into a super over and who knows, they might have won. The fact that he missed is just one of those, you know, one of those many surprises that this match threw up. <laughs> okay, I'll just wrap this match up now. Let me just get one question in before we let you go, Ayaz. Tomorrow, Tuesday night's uh, match will be the big one between Delhi and Mumbai in uh, New Delhi. Delhi, actually the two teams occupy the two bottom, you know, last and second last position in the standings on reputation these are not the teams that you would have thought would be you know number what 9 and 10 after like 16 matches but that's how things are good news is that one of them finally get a win tomorrow but uh, okay on current form who do you think that you know will uh, probably end up on top ha huh, that you know it's you put me into the <laughs> into a very difficult situation who both both teams have played very poorly i mean that's the basic <laughs> You know, that's that's very evident from the points they've got, from the performances, from the results of the earlier matches. I think, I would still think that Mumbai have a better chance because uh, Delhi have looked to me to be in total disarray and their top order has just not clicked. You know, I mean, Prithvi Shaw has been out of form, completely out of runs. Mm. Uh, David Warner has been getting the runs, but, you know, he's not he's not looking the match-winning batsman that we know him to be. Mm. And there's no Mitch Marsh. So, and after that, they've got a plethora of all-rounders, but not really some outstanding batting talent, uh, apart from maybe, say, an Akshar Patel. While Mumbai, I mean, yes, they're missing Bumrah badly. They're missing runs from Rohit Sharma and Surya Prakash, Surya Kumar Yadav. Obviously, they need him to kind of yep. get his spark back. If he gets his spark back, then Mumbai just becomes a very, very strong team. But they've got some very fine players, in, like Tim David and Cameron Green, who, if they hit their straps... They can beat, help Mumbai beat the best team. So, I would actually think Mumbai have the edge in this match. Okay, let's hope some of Mumbai's stars take a little hint from Nicholas Puran today. Uh, we'll, of course, be back tomorrow with the result of that game. Thank you so much, Ayas, for taking time out. Thank you, Mendra. See you tomorrow. That was today's episode of the T20 Podcast with Ayaz Memon in association with Domino's. 
This is a Quint original podcast, executive produced by Shelly Walia and Ritu Kapoor. This episode was hosted by Menra Dorji Sahani, produced and edited by Pratik Lidhu, Anjali Palod and Kriti Ghai and a special thanks to our guest Ayaz Memon. Stay tuned for our future episodes on your preferred podcast app. You were listening to the Quint's podcast. 